Ready? Yes. Oh! Here we go again. Gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Down, don't let beat you up. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. All right, you are listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. And I'm Brian. And we are a little bit late this week. I just got back into L.A. I was up in Portland, Oregon, doing a little work for Dry Run. Portland, Oregon. Fantastic city. Love that city. I'm practicing for uh, for my Jewish uh, summer camp right now. <laughs> I know you were wondering. You're like, I wonder why. Kids, don't go near the lake. Sorry, practicing. I'm practicing. <laughs> While I was up there, there was actually about three or four days of uh, sunny weather. I was surprised because I was expecting rain because it's Portland, and apparently I brought the sunshine with me. Yeah, that's pretty much what uh, Oregon is known for, so way to import California sunshine. I like it. Thank, thank you, Jewish Brian. Jewish mother Brian. You're welcome. You're welcome. While I was up there... I uh, I got to do something that uh, I think you would uh, really wish you could have done. Um, gone to a free trade coffee shop and I uh, had some kale salad uh, with some bearded gentlemen who also brew their own pickles. <laughs> no, I but uh, I got to go see Mr. Garth Brooks in concert. You did not. I did. I like that you're the Garth. The Garth. I like that you're pretending. Uh, you're pretending to be surprised by this, but you've been bitching about it at me for the last several days. It's very funny. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm doing what I can for the for the show. Yeah, just being like, oh, oh, you got to see Garth, <laughs> the Garth, father of Kicks Brooks. I can't believe he named his kid Kicks. I right? Like, isn't that a breakfast cereal that his mother tested or approved or something? That is. This is strange that you would name your child Kicks. Did you also know, heretofore further, about Mr. <laughs> Kicks Brooks? He directed Chuck Norris's last film. So there is a uh, there is a Chuck Norris-Garth Brooks union alliance, apparently. Just saying that that's a thing. <clears throat> that I'm okay with that, actually. I really think there should be... That's kind of epic. Right? Wouldn't that make, like, the best movie ever if Garth Brooks and Chuck Norris did a musical madcap buddy cop adventure? <laughs> like, you'd watch that, right? I would. That'd be that awesome. Would be, that would be pretty awesome. But I got to see Garth in concert. Uh, Trisha Yearwood, his wife, was, of course, traveling with him. It was... Nice. Uh, it was a damn good show, I'm not going to lie. It, it, uh, I, I got to go backstage and meet the man. You did not. What? And, really? Um, that's a lie. I, I, I was like, no. no. That part I have not been jealous about, <laughs> so that can't have actually happened. <laughs> yeah, I bet, no, you know what? I, he would smell of, he would smell of wheat fields and leather if, if you did. Yeah, I bet he would smell just delicious. Probably. I will say, while I didn't get to go backstage, our bosses over there at Dry Productions actually did set me up pretty nice. I ended up being fourth row center. Like, it was great. I actually ended up... On the big uh, video screen that he has behind him on stage, mm. I ended up on that a few times. Saw myself rocking out and singing, so that was kind of fun. Nice. Did you get like some Garth sweat on you? I didn't get Garth sweat on me, although that that man sweats a lot. Like two songs yeah. in, 
He was yeah. literally wiping sweat out of his eyeballs and flicking it away. I was like, whoa, he's even inspiring in his, something fierce. Even in his younger years, he was a fount of Oklahoman Midwestern sweat. <laughs> like, we could cure California's drought if we could just harness the power of Garth sweat <laughs> and water our lawns with Garth sweat. So, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of sweat. And I will say to his credit, because he's got to be in his 50s at this point. He's been gone for almost 20 years. Yeah, no, he's, he's 50s and he or 60s. he had 16, a long career before he left. Yeah. For, he, uh, for being that age, you couldn't tell from his show. Like, he made a couple jokes about his age mm. and about how, you know, he was tired and whatnot. And he, and he you know, made the obligatory, he had gained some weight joke and how he doesn't really play guitar. Most of the time he wears that there just to cover his gut. Aww. Whether or not you factor in his, <laughs> whether or not you factor in his age or his, um, uh, his, his girth or what, his Garth's girth. Garth's uh, girth. I like that. guy can go. He can go. He he did about three or four different encores in the, nice. in the show, and he ran all over that stage just like back in the day. I've seen video, like his concert in Central Park. I've seen that one on video. Yeah. I never got a chance to see him live. This is my first one, and he's just as active now. You want to know what's crazy? It, I think we talked about this on a previous podcast, that he's huge in Ireland. Yeah. I don't know if you – did we talk about mm-hmm. that? Like his shows in Dublin sell out like all the time. I'm just like – they can love Garth Brooks in Ireland. I, I don't know why. I just so it just makes me wonder like what a Garth Brooks concert sounds like in Ireland. Like uh, uh like Thunder Rolled must just be awesome. The Thunder Rolled <laughs> or whatever they sound like there. Bunch of Irish guys talking about are you, Garth. Are you getting racist again? Yeah, Garth Brooks, he's fantastic, eh? The the Thunder Rolled, I uh, do you play that summer? Oh yeah, he played that summer. It's a damn good song. Yeah. I I just I would love to go to a Garth Brooks concert in Dublin, or just a Garth Brooks concert. Period. So I'm I'm glad you got to go, even though I hate you. Well, you know, I I there's there's now legend has it uh, as to why I was chosen for this instead of you, and uh, I guess Garth actually specifically contacted our company, mm. and he said that he wanted us to go and. And he was going to invite us both, mm. but uh, he's apparently a big Chicago fan, mm. and you have offended him. So, if that man was a Chicago fan, his country songs would be much sadder than they are. <laughs> they're not. Uh, they're not sad enough. So I. I doubt that. Fair enough. I might have made that last part up too. Lies. But I really was there. I promise that part's real. I was there. That part is real. I can confirm that you were. You have been to a Garth Brooks concert. Well done. Huzzah. So, yeah, it was really cool. It was really exciting. It's been kind of a bucket list thing. I'm happy I got to go see that show. Something else that I'm very excited about seeing, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you're actually aware of this or not, Mm but there is a new Avengers movie coming out soon, and I'm a little bit of a fan. There is an Avengers film coming? You've not mentioned this at all, ever. I know I've been I've been holding back. I've been trying to be really good about it, but yeah, yeah there's an mystery film to me. Out. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh it's gonna be out I believe uh, May first. Yep. And I'm pretending that I'm not sure about that date, although I've already got plans to go see it the day it comes out. Are you gonna do the thing where like you watch like all the movies in one day or whatever? Because I saw that there that's available. You can watch. All of them. I've got so much to do. I wanted to do that when the first Avengers movie came out and go see all the Marvel ones because AMC Theaters does that. Yeah. I wanted to go down to, I think, probably Burbank would have been the one I would have gone yeah. to. I wanted to go down and do that. But 
I just have so much shit to do anymore. It's I don't know. Somewhere along the way, I grew up apparently, mm. and I have like these responsibilities and things. So I don't Gross. think I'm gonna get to actually rewatch all the movies. I know, right? It sucks. Same. I I actually don't have time to. I I thought I when I saw the there was an ad. I got an ad for it from like the AMC theaters, and I was like, oh whoa, that would be cool. And then I looked at how long it was. It was literally like 24 hours solid with no sleep. Of watching, like, <laughs> I was just like, I can't do that. A, A, I don't want to do that, and B, <laughs> I, I also do not really have the time to go to just live in a movie theater for 24 hours. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who are probably younger than me. In my early 20s, that would have been awesome. However, I'm not there anymore, so I, I'm settling for, I, I'm going to watch Captain Amer- the last Captain America movie, and probably, maybe I'll watch The Last Avengers, I don't know. I've already watched Iron Man 3 and the last Thor movie, so... I'm pretty much yeah. I got. I think I'll just watch Captain America, and then go watch the uh, the the Avengers movie next week. No, two weeks from now, two weeks ish. Actually, no. You know what? It it is. Uh, it's essentially a week away because I know that this is going to take some time to get through our editors. So uh, yeah, by the time this airs, it's. Uh, I think we can safely say it's about a week away. One week. Got it. So yeah, yeah, next week I'll probably just do that. Very cool. But um, I I have to say that uh, the the words it came out in England. And Europe, for some reason, got it early. Which, by the way, what the hell? What's up with that? Well, I think you know? it's, I think it's based off the fact that they have horrible dental plans there, and it's kind of mm-hmm. like a it's like a compromise. They have shitty teeth, but they get the awesome movies before we do. I have shitty teeth, though, so <laughs> that's not fair. I want my good teeth. If this is the trade I'm making, I want better dental <laughs> plans. Anyway, uh, so it's been out there, and I've I've heard iffy things. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna out it on the show. I know you're excited. I've heard iffy things. Iffy, not bad. Just that possibly it's not as good as the first one. I, I you know, and I, I'm sure I'm gonna freaking love mm. it. I pretty much have not been disappointed by any of the Marvel movies that have come out in recent years. I even found ways to enjoy the shitty Spider-Man ones. So I have faith that I'm going to be thoroughly impressed with this. I would not be surprised if it's not as good as the first or even not as good as maybe Guardians of the Galaxy. That was damn good. Right? Um, but I'm excited to see where they're going to go, especially especially knowing uh, between the TV show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. and also just the uh, the title releases that they that they made public in the last year. I'm excited to see... To see where they're going with it and how they're going to get there, so it's it, no, it'll be it'll be interesting. I'll still and and all the reviews I've heard say that it's still a good movie and that as an action film, it's really strong. But whereas in the last film, everybody had like a really awesome character arc, like like those moments you had where like Hulk Hulk in the first movie got to be like, ah, the secret is I'm always angry, and like like your spine was tingling because you're like, oh my god, that's awesome, or or Tony Stark's finally you know growing up and sacrificing himself for the for the team and you're like whoa that's so cool like that's not really those moments aren't there like the characters don't have those whoa holy shit moments in this one uh it's just more uh, like a lot of action and they tend to i've also heard that uh they tend to just carve right through everything like you're like all of ultron's army they're just like whatever and you know like like you never get a sense like oh shit tony like in the first movie you were like oh man tony stark might die like he could die they could kill tony stark Mm -hmm. And in this one, I've heard basically, nah, no. At no point are you ever concerned for any of the Avengers. You're just like, yeah, they're going to win. They're the Avengers. Suck it, Ultron. So 
you're actually seeing or reading reviews that that aren't spoiling anything either. Like they're they're doing them spoiler free. Yeah, no, they've they've remained spoiler free as to uh, for the most part as to nobody said like exactly what happens. They've just they've really been on about the tone of it. They've been they've been like they they said that the pacing's a little off. Like it just it doesn't feel. You know, the first one managed to juggle all those characters. Right. Uh, a lot of people said that it feels like Marvel just gave him m- too much. Like it's just like okay, like you're always wondering like how many. Balls can Joss Whedon keep up in the air at the same time while still telling a coherent story? It turns out this is the limit. This is the limit of people that he can have. There's just because he, I guess he tries to give more to uh, Black Widow and um, Hawkeye as well. Like they're much bigger, mm-hmm. but it's at the expense of some of the other characters. And so it just feels like it's kind of imbalanced. And I've read interviews where Joss Whedon's even kind of like, he's not, he's said that he's not as satisfied with this one as he is with the first one. And I kind of expect that anyway, because I think that they're also obviously they're bringing out Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. And I think that they're also going to be wanting to use this based off of how popular and successful the first Avengers was. Clearly, they know that this is going to have a massive audience, even if it's not as good as the first one. It's going to have a massive audience of people that go see that it's not as good as the first one. Yeah. I think that they are possibly planning on trying to utilize this as a good launching point for some of the new characters that we're going to see in the future movies that they're planning on doing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've I I I'm not spoiling anything cuz I haven't heard yes or no, but I have I suspect strongly that Black Panther is in the film as well. And uh Right. Do do you want me to say anything about Spider-Man? I actually no. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like I know that Sony and Marvel did the deal and I know you mentioned the thing about uh, the the composer or whatever showing up music wise uh, showing up on IMDb so there might be something maybe after the credits or something yeah but I I actually it's close enough now I just wanna I just wanna actually go be surprised okay then I will say nothing about it yeah. um but cool. uh, n- nobody spoiled it or anything but uh, uh what was the thing of this oh the um oh, miss yes I don't know what to say I, when I say spoiler free I've heard like stuff like this character is awesome. You know, like highlights, but nobody said like this any like sp- anything plot specific. So on our show, do you want me to say anything like this? Like, oh, you know, it turns out that uh, I don't know, uh, Thor is so really freaking cool in this one or something. Or do you want me to leave that alone? No, I think it's I think if it's a character that that our listeners or 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 more importantly I uh, would already know are are in the going to be in the movie, such as. All the all the Avengers we've seen, right. possibly Ant Man, Scarlet Witch, uh, Quicksilver, and potentially Black Panther. Right. I think, and and of course in the trailer they show us that Nick Fury is going to be involved again. So, right. I, yeah, uh, I figured I he mean, had to be there. In that in that respect, yes. I uh, if you've read something like they added some stuff to Black Widow and and Hawkeye, but um, Black Widow dies or something like that. Oh then yeah, I no, don't no, want to no. hear it. Although, I do have a feeling. And I'll be amazed if all of these review writers have actually adhered to this. But uh, it would be interesting if they were, if they did release it over there, with the strictest of saying you do not give story story spoilers or you won't get early releases anymore. Because Joss Whedon does like to kill characters, and I would not be a bit surprised if actually we do see one die in this movie or something. Yeah, I've, I've fortunately most people have been pretty good about. If they do, I've seen a couple things where they wrote written spoilers really large on it, and I've just stayed away um, of those. Mm. And I'm just going to steer clear of those till May 1st. Right. Uh, 
the only, I so yeah, this, this is very non-specific. I've heard that Scarlet Witch is handled really well. Like she's fucking awesome, dude. Like, that part is spoiler cool. alert. Totally. Uh, and I've heard that the Vision is lame. Uh-huh. That is what I've heard. Is that Vision is not awesome? Scarlet Witch is awesome. So that's that's uh, the only inside info I've got, and the only things I've allowed myself to see. Those two factors are in play there. Uh, other than that, like I said, it's all people talking about the pacing and how it feels not as clean as the first. And one. I've always kind of felt that Vision was kind of a pain in the ass character anyway. He, he in some comic storylines, he's had some integral moments, but it's just they could honestly give the same kind of storyline to a lot of other characters, and and it wouldn't. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not jonesing to go see what they do with Vision. I really, at, at that point, I could care less type of a thing. It was, right. It was like with Iron Man 3, uh, which at this point I think we can officially talk about. It's been long enough. Yeah. The, um, the swerve that they did with the Mandarin, and really I guess that's all we need to say. Yeah. The swerve that they did with the Mandarin, once once we got past the, 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 the visual character mm. that I think we were all ready to see, uh, once, so essentially, once the swerve happened, I kind of saw the last ten minutes of the film coming, yeah. and didn't really care at that point either. So that was a problem, I think, with Iron Man three for a lot of people was, and I know it was a problem for me and uh, Treya as well. Hates the end of Iron Man three. I think Iron Man three is my favorite Iron Man movie, except for the last ten minutes. The last ten minutes, I'm just like, what the hell is going on here? What the fuck? But the first. Like bit well, of that and is that's awesome. what's funny is uh, they spend more time I think with uh, Iron Man out of his suit in that one than any other one. Like it's more about Tony Stark dealing with his with actual Tony Stark issues yeah. that he has to deal with, rather than than just being you know badass and flying around shooting things. Which don't get me wrong, I love me some badass Iron Man action. Oh yeah, but it was it was really I think it added more depth to the character. Oh yeah, no, it made uh, uh, the three 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 came out right after New York. Or after I say New York because that's it. Out of a, after it takes place right after the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. and it really yeah. just gave like a, such a great springboard into the next phase, in my opinion. Like the next Thor movie, mm-hmm. I was a lot. I just just recently watched the the second Thor movie again, and I enjoyed it the first time, but I I think I enjoyed it even a little bit more the second time around. I was like, this this is actually a pretty damn good movie. The first Thor movie, obviously, I hated that thing. So, you know, <laughs> but uh, the second one, yeah, good I movie. actually um. I would say uh, they're doing they Marvel across the board, both with their TV shows and their films. Mm. They're doing a really good job of of you know it's smart because it does make you if if you care at all and don't want to have spoilers, it does make you want to follow everything they're doing as they're doing it, and not fall behind. Because if you watch if you then watch something out of order, you're going to go, oh shit! Well, that just got spoiled of this. Right, but. Um, but you know, like for instance, like we talk about with Agents of Shield, leading into Cap Two, and then going back to Agents of Shield. Yeah, that was one of those that literally, if you didn't, if you didn't watch Captain America Two opening weekend, and you did watch the newest episode of Agents of Shield as they aired, Cap Two got spoiled big time. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, and so I know for me, I'm staying up to date on Agents of Shield, and I will watch uh, Avengers Two the day it comes out. So that I can still stay up to date with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because I have a hunch, seeing as how we know from the trailer that Nick Fury is going to be a part of the film. Yeah. There is a 
there's a marginal to large chance that his existence, provided he survives the movie, mm. that his existence will become known on the TV show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and have some sort of an impact there. Yeah. No, so. I think it'll be... I, 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 it is one of those shows you got to stay up and date. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so far this season has been one of those shows that I'm... It's still got me. Like, I'm still hanging with it. Mm-hmm. But there's moments where I'm just... I, and they're not even big moments. But they've... It, I... They're... Mo- are there moments where they're going to lose you because of boredom, or are there moments where they're doing something wrong? There's mo- uh, both. Uh, well, not both. Uh, both moments, really good moments. There's been some great moments in the series. Like some, some of the best moments in the series have been this last season. And then sometimes it still mm-hmm. feels like it, that show always feels like they're just waiting for the, a movie to come out sometimes. Like it's just always like which, it's, which it's doing was... it again. Like the same thing that happened last year with Captain America 2, where you were just like, is yep. this show ever going to. Oh my God! Yes, it is going to take off. Holy cow! And then the last half of the season was great, but this this year so far, mm-hmm. I've gotten the exact same vibe, and I'm just like, look, I'm willing to watch your TV show that is like uh, alternate, but it, it just feels like webisodes or something of a popular TV show. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, you can't keep waiting for the movie to come out and save your TV show. It's it's getting a little old. Which, without spoiling, um. Again, wow! This I love the fact that and 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 looking at looking at uh at, at all of the uh, the badass trailers that are out there. By the way, we're gonna be talking about them. Oh yeah! I love that that we are we are headed towards this, uh, an episode of this show where we possibly say without spoilers or without spoiling more than any other episode we've ever done. Oh, the the phrase spoiling but, needs to be in the title of this show somewhere. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I have a feel. I have a feeling by the time yeah. when when this thing airs, yeah, it'll be. Something about spoiling yeah. spoils or something, yeah. but um, I'm getting a thumbs up from our yeah <laughs> our production booth. The spoil <laughs> the spoils of Babylon or something, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, without spoiling what's going on in Agents of Shield for people that maybe are on Hulu or DVRing things, right? Uh, is TiVo a thing anymore? Does TiVo exist, yeah. or is it officially P- been? P- I, I think some some people still DVR. use like it's DVR replaced TiVo. I don't know anyone who owns a TiVo. Okay, that's what I was curious because I remember because T- TiVo's its own service or whatever, and then yeah. but once all the all the TV providers started doing DVRs, it's like mm, yeah, TiVos are just a waste of money at this point. Pretty much, but um, but you know what? Good on you, TiVo, for getting the uh, the DVR revolution going. Well it's done, TiVo. A lot of lives. Well done, TiVo. Well done, TiVo. And without spoiling what's going on in Agents of Shield. The uh, the elements that they're dealing with, I will say, I have felt that same thing, and I was actually, if you didn't say it, that's what I was going to say. Why you're feeling it's missing a little bit is it probably is holding back a little until Avengers yeah. Two comes out. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, at least more so than the first season, they at least are pushing something that is actually leading up towards future movies. But it doesn't feel so much like they're on hold as it does they're really trying to lay the groundwork for something that is possibly almost an inhuman concept for non-comic book readers that they want to just kind of lay that in there and and like they're just they're they're almost laboring like they're trying to establish brand new characters which they are they're establishing brand new characters that I have a feeling are going to be around for a while. Right. Uh, so without spoiling. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask a question. And I'm only asking this question because I have base common knowledge of the Marvel universe. Gotcha. It could be a spoiler, so if you do edit it out, I won't blame you. <laughs> are they, are they putting sword in? Is that what's happening here? Because I know there's sword and shield. 
I was wondering that myself. I know myself. both those things exist. I was wondering that myself. Um, I think that might be what we're going to end up seeing with that, and I've thought that too as I've seen some of the things that are happening, you know, spoiler-free conversation. But... Right. Um, I mean, I'm not spoiling anything. I we don't know. We don't. Yeah, know. we it honestly hasn't been don't said. know. It's not like we have some inside knowledge. I just, but I know there is a group called Sword, mm-hmm. and that it it also there's a group called Shield, mm-hmm. and it feels to me like one of the new characters could potentially be the head of Sword, or or, or Coulson could wind up leading what becomes Sword. Like either one of them could become because right now there's, you know, crazy. St- I, I get that. Th- me saying what I was going to say there would be spoilers, but. There's there's two entities going at it right now there, on that show, there's and stuff it feels happening, like one yeah. of them is going to become sword. Right. Yeah. So it, I, I just, I, in your opinion, is is so you think it could possibly they're going to be sword? I think it's going to be on the show. I, I've thought that a couple times, and I'm not as well versed in the uh, the origin of shor- uh, of shore the origin of sword. See, I'm not as well versed in the <laughs> origin of. <laughs> Thank sword. you, Minor Forty Nine er for dropping by. <laughs> I'm not as well versed in that as uh, as some other things. I I mm. almost said sadly, but not sadly. I proudly do have uh, a very large uh, database for both Marvel and DC that I can go look that up. I'm not going to right now, but uh, when I get home, uh, I can po- I could probably look into that and and let you know. Um, it won't be on this show. Let me know. Yeah. I have no, a feeling it'd be boring as shit. Right. But you should let me know. Just like uh, you know, let me know when I when I wander by. Uh, so it could be. But anyway, so I I like I said, there are things happening on that show, mm. but it just feels like again, like they're waiting to really kick it off until Avengers Two comes out. So I bet you that the episode of Shield after Avengers Two is going to be really kick ass. Again, not that this this first half of this season has been way better than the first half of last year's season. Oh yeah, way better. Because so. again, the stuff that they're doing, uh, and I'll just without without spoiling anything, I say the stuff they're doing revolving around Sky. Uh, that whole storyline. Yeah. it's it's all new stuff to the uh, to the to I'd say a lot of mainstream uh, viewers. It's all new to me. There you go. Yeah, totally new to me. Yeah. So. so it's 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 exciting, and and I don't know how caught up you are, but on the I want to say most. I'm recent, caught up all the way. Okay, you're caught up on the way. The most recent uh, episode, I was I was actually very happy with the way that they established a new power for someone. I was like, oh. I kind of I saw it coming about two oh, minutes yeah. before they they just kind of you know pointed at it and said it for the audience. I kind of saw it coming a couple minutes early, right? But until then, I was I didn't see that coming at all, and I was like, ooh, okay, nice. That could add some uh, that could add some interesting uh, elements to it. It was a nice throw in, yeah. I I they had to point it out to me. I had to have it handed to me on a platter, like oh oh. Don't you? But then again, I'm the guy that at the end of this at the end of the sixth sense, literally the credits were rolling, and I'm like. Oh, <laughs> I he's okay. It. I get it now. <laughs> I get it now. Um, like my brother had to explain to me, no, Bruce Willis is. Oh, uh, is that, I thought he was just lonely. I I, I will <laughs> you know, say so. I love the fact that, and we may have we may have already talked about the Sixth Sense on a previous episode. I feel like we did, and maybe Probably. You know, got out of the way. But that movie's been out for how many years? And we just talked about it and intentionally avoided spoiling it. So no. Oh, I got it. I'm so glad you brought that up. I ran into a kid. Um, so my wife's family, uh, one of her cousins is a teenager, and she and some of her friends were talking about this movie they just seen mm-hmm. called The Sixth Sense. And, oh, my <laughs> God, did you see that ending coming? No, I didn't. Because they were like four or five or something when that movie came out, mm-hmm. and they did not know that about the ending of Sixth Sense until like a month ago. 
That's and I awesome. was just blown away. I'm like, holy crap, there are kids being born right now <laughs> that you could spoil the sixth sense for. There was a long period of time where you couldn't spoil that movie for anybody. The asshole and now, in me is once really again, tempted now to just start wandering around talking to people on the street. <laughs> just just go on just go on Keek or, or Snapchat or one of those things and just start blasting the ending of Sixth Sense. That's what you need to do. Just yeah. like any anywhere like because I don't know whatever whatever app teens are using to talk to each other now. Just go on there and just start like spamming everybody. Like, hey, guess what happens at the end of Sixth Sense? Boom. Ruined. Yeah. Ah, take that younger generation. I think I've told you this. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the show, but um I know I, I know we've talked about how there are sadly there are people these damn youngins these days that Yeah, there's kids. That when you talk about the Star Wars movies, they literally just think of the new three. Uh. They don't think of the the, the good ones. And uh, and there are people that enjoyed Jar Jar Binks when they were children. Worse than who were that, walking though. around as I have 20 year olds found now. that not only are there some people that have enjoyed the new ones and, and aren't aware of the old ones, because I, I don't hold that. If you enjoy a movie, you enjoy a movie. That's fine. But, uh, sure, but then sure. to not be aware or have not t- bothered to take the time to watch 4, 5, and 6 yet, I, I start to judge a little bit. But what's really funny is that somehow there are, there are actually people in that category that have not watched 4, 5, and 6 yet that also have gotten to their 20s or later in life, mm-hmm. and are not aware that Darth Vader is Luke's father. Wow. Right? I actually remember... Spoiler. Yeah, right. Sorry. I actually remember somehow f- being aware of that before I can recall watching Empire Strikes Back, but it's like mm. it just literally feels like something that's always been born, born in knowledge type of a thing, and I, I couldn't tell you where, like at what age I picked it up. I just want to pitch the idea that the uh, the title of this episode episode should be spoiler alert. He's your father. Just just saying. Okay. Well, let's see. Hang on. Possible. Guys. Possible. Possible title. Possible I, title. I'm I'm getting a nod. So probably yes. There we go. It could be sweet. Anyway, yeah. No, it's weird. Like there are. Um, I was having uh, said conversation uh, last Christmas mm-hmm. with. Uh, with younger member of family. Now, is this before, after, or during your sex under the Christmas tree? That well after. Okay. Well after. Okay. At 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 my wife's grandmother's home, where I do not bone anyone under any trees <laughs> at all. It's just a bad idea to try and get sexy times at grandma's house. That's that's not part of the over the river and through the woods song. <laughs> it's not not part of that lexicon for me. But I was talking to younger members of the family and and just they were literally like oh yeah no the new star wars movie coming out next year we're so excited we should really watch four five and six uh they didn't call it four five and six they just said the other ones and i was like what do you mean like the the ones oh my god like without hayden christensen and they were like no who's hayden christensen they didn't even know who he was they was like oh you mean anakin I was like, oh, great. So you know Hayden Christensen is Anakin Skywalker. So when you get to Darth Vader, that's going to be Hayden Christensen for you. It's not going to be Darth Vader. You're literally going to be picturing Hayden Wooden acting, you know, or or worse, Jake Jake Lloyd from the first one. Oh, I forgot about in that In a kid. suit. That's who he is for you. I'm just like, oh, man, that sucks, actually, for those kids. Because I got Darth Vader as Darth fucking Vader. Right? He wasn't some mopey-ass bitch to me. He was Darth fuck off watch out that guy will choke your ass vader you know like that so i just feel kind of bad for those kids that now they have 
They have, oh, you're you're like sand and, and Obi-Wan. That's who's in that suit for them. So, you know, being young isn't everything. That is uh. really, really true, actually. I, I've never... I haven't thought of it from like a sympathetic point of view or like I feel bad for him, but you're absolutely right because yeah. it is, I don't know that I would be able to, if I watched the, like I, I don't even know that I can watch four five and six now and, and be able to really fully displace what I've seen happen in the future past. Right. No. And you know, the really screwed up thing is if you own if, unless you own the original version of Six, which is hard as heck to get a hold of, Hayden Christensen is the fucking ghost at the end. At the end. So there's no way for you to even picture him as an adult anymore. It's over. Although it's I've, gone. I've heard a rumor. I have heard a rumor, and it, it'll probably be a while because they just released all six of them, I'm assuming special edition versions, uh, yeah. on digital collection, which I've considered getting, except it's $100 damn dollars, but part of me is like, you know what? Just like it's hard to play VHSs anymore, it may get hard to play DVDs at some point. Yeah. This might not be a bad thing to have access to just a file. Um, right. But I have actually heard that they are, uh, sometime in the near future, they're actually, they are planning on releasing the originals again as the originals. That would be, I, yeah, I heard that too. They're actually going to put them out on Blu-ray. Like the originals, like remastered for Blu-ray without all the crap, random fucking tauntauns wandering through the background, and without Hayden, fuck you, Christensen, standing there with his dopey ass fart smirk on his face at the end of Return of the Jedi. See, and I it's bad enough we had Ewoks. I even I had I had a friend. I was having this discussion with a friend the other day actually about the whole Hayden being replaced thing, and and he pointed out that uh, or I'm not Hayden Hayden sorry Hayden replacing yeah the original actor yeah um. And and he pointed out that it, it, he says, well, it kind of makes sense because you know, uh, that is him, you know, th- those ghosts, you know, the the they've gone back, you know, they're on the light side, so that's 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 the good version of him before he went to the dark side. And I said, okay, except for the fact that the whole poignant point of the ending of of Return of the Jedi is that he makes the choice to repent against yeah, the dark side, he's go redeemed. back to the light side, and save his son. He's redeemed at that the point. The whole point so of movie, yeah. Four, five, and six is about the redemption of Darth Vader. That's what four, five, and yeah. six is about. People, people don't realize that, that really what four, five, and six is about is the whole movie is Darth Vader's arc from evil to good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and about how his son saves him. So, yeah, that makes no goddamn sense. Right, exactly, and and... And that's the thing. It's like, like, and I, I, I don't remember where I've heard this or who was saying it, but it was the sort of thing where they're like, think of Star Wars. If I were to ask you who the who the 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 main actor in Star Wars or the main character in Star Wars was, you might say Luke Skywalker because oh, it's about this farm boy mm. who dreams of going away from the farm and he ends up going away and joining the rebellion and and firing the shot that destroys the Death Star. Yeah. Okay. Except that really, those stories are a trilogy. And yeah, the main character is actually Darth Vader. You're right because it is about it's about his arc. He's the one that really changes. Luke never even really fully changes. He he kind of matures a little bit by the end. Yeah. But not not 
nowhere near the character arc that we see from Vader. Yeah, Vader changes his entire personality. Luke changes from a good-natured farm boy to a good-natured Jedi. That's basically, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a journey there, for sure. I'm not saying there's no journey, but it's nowhere near as big as Darth Vader. And if it's true, which Lucas has said it's true, that the, the whole thing was actually supposed to be written as one, two, three, four, five, and 6, mm. uh, then the whole story, the arc, is about Darth Vader going from good to bad to evil to good, to good again yeah. at the end spoiler alert right um <laughs> so many spoilers right. but that's i mean so that it's luke's story i mean sorry it's vader's story so yeah it makes no sense that at the end he's randomly looking young again and by the way he's standing next to obi-wan kenobi who's old right so you're just like well why didn't obi-wan get to be all young and sexy ewan mcgregor yeah if i was obi-wan kenobi and i could pick whatever form i'd want to be as a ghost for eternity i'm sorry i would pick ewan show my dick off 20 every movie i'm ever in mcgregor like that is just what i would do i would not be oh yeah please like me be the wrinkled old Alec Guinness guy. That's who I really want to be for eternity. Right. Yeah. No. Well, it, Makes no and sense. And how come we got we got just you know decrepit, uh, stationary puppet Yoda instead of the uh, the flippy cartwheel, uh, lightsaber wielding Yoda at the end? I mean, come right. On. Where's CGI Yoda? What the hell? If you're gonna just ruin it, just just get the dick in there and ruin I, it. I man. think the only logical on, explanation Lucas. is that. Uh, the Empire's benefits package is clearly so good that the afterlife includes um, <laughs> like backwards progression. That's really that's some really good healthcare. <laughs> uh, which brings me to uh, I, I know you're the king of transitions, but I'm just going to throw us into this here. That opening fucking shot of the new trailer with the Star Destroyer stuck in the sand. Mm. Holy crap! So that good. made just this made me so. And then the end, obviously, with Han Solo. Yeah. Like Harrison Ford back in Han Solo gear was like, like I gotta say they're doing a genius job hyping these movies. Right. Like I'm literally almost to the point where I just want to go to sleep until Christmas <laughs> so that I can just not have to wait anymore. Like I'm so damn. I'm I'm gonna do that Cartman thing he did in South Park where I just can I put myself in cryogenic freezing until December so that I can just skip the rest of 2015 so I can get to the good part. I'm getting a thumbs down from the booth. Apparently you're needed for this. Damn it. Sorry. Fine. I won't cryogenically freeze myself. But obviously that new trailer was kick-ass as shit. Oh, God, and, yes. uh, it was I, It was so good. Like, I'm even going to be okay with you taking the transition on that one because that's where I would have brought it to. Then, yes, you are 100% right. I, I nerdgasmed yeah. all over myself. And I love how it pops open and where you're just like, oh, look, it's an X-Wing in the dust. And then, boom. No, wait, there's a Star Destroyer as it pans across. You're like, damn, that's even more amazing. So, yeah. They just they're they're marketing. They're, whoever's editing the trailers, and it's not giving away anything, which I love. I know, right? I have no idea what the plot is, no clue. I know bits and pieces, and it's it's just cool as hell. I don't want them to release anything about the story really until like maybe like around Thanksgiving. Give me a little bit of a hint, but don't like I I have no idea who the bad guy is other than his name, but I don't know who he is or where he's from. I have a hunch we might see it sooner. Uh, I've actually I made this prediction the other day to somebody. I think that we might see the first full-fledged content trailer because mm. these are these have obviously been what they call teaser trailers. Yeah, I think we might see the first full-fledged uh, content trailer before the Avengers or or before Ant Man because Ant Man comes out this year as well, right? Yeah, in like uh, July, June, June or July. I think it's going to be before one of the Marvel movies because Disney owns it all now. Yeah. Um, 
But it, it, if it was before the Avengers, they would do it if they were trying to hit the biggest audience they think they could. I, I'll but bet you. I could also see them putting it before Ant Man to try and drive traffic to Ant Man. I would bet it'll be Ant Man, honestly. Uh, I bet you'll get the current trailer, the one we just got, will be in front of Avengers. Right. That'll be there. Right. Um, but then I bet I bet any big kind of reveal trailer about plot will be in front of Ant Man because uh, Ant Man, well, it. Well, I don't think it's going to do poorly. Is not. I mean, it's a hard draw. It's a hard sell. I mean, they even. Not going to lie. I don't know if you've seen the trailer. I, I haven't seen the trailers yet, but I thought the exact same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy when I first heard about it. That's true. Um, no, the Ant Man one. I mean, in Ant Man, they actually even have a couple great jokes about like how dumb the name is and how like as a superpower, it's really weird. Like it. It feels <laughs> like as a movie that Ant Man is going to be a very. If it succeeds, it'll be sort of in the vein of Guardians of the Galaxy, where you just it's so odd you don't see it coming. And I think right. Paul Rudd was a good choice, but I think to get butts in the seat, they might do what you're saying, actually. I, th- I would bet Ant-Man. I'd bet you're right on that, that they put uh, a really big Star Wars trailer in front of Ant-Man. Yeah, I could see it happening, and it would just benefit. I mean, literally, this is... Again, Marvel and Star Wars, two giant franchises that Disney can play off of each other and play quote-unquote against each other to the hilt yeah. while laughing all the way to the bank because they own them both. Yeah. They, pretty much Disney has yeah, all the money right now. Oh, yeah, all the money. Um, somebody else that should have uh, equal money. Well, not equal money because, let's face it, Star Wars and Marvel are top right now. But no. DC because they've also they've got Warner Brothers or rather – Warner Brothers has DC. Right. But, uh, dude, that Batman versus Superman trailer. So what are your thoughts? Because you know I hate Zack Snyder. You know I hate him with a passion. Well, yes. I, I will say my least fa- uh, my, my, my least fart. I'm pretty sure that's about what came out of my mouth right there. Fair enough. My least favorite part of the trailer was the screen, the images, or the seconds, the few seconds that where it said, from director Zack Snyder, who brought you Watchmen and Man of Steel. Yes, Man of Steel. Seeing that made me go, I don't care how good this trailer is. You just really took away a lot of my incentive to want to see this movie. <laughs> At least they've dropped visionary director Zack Snyder, because that used to piss me yes. off. Visionary. I'm like, there's nothing visionary about what this man does. Like, uh, he makes shit look like a music video. That's all he does. Like, yeah, all of his stuff looks like a Rihanna music video with superheroes in it. It was visionary, but it, that doesn't. not all visions are good. Right. As, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I have to say, as far as movies go, I mean, I'll watch it. I'll go. I will snuffle in the turds. Uh, 2016, I think, is when it comes out. I'll, I'll go. Uh, and I think Ben Affleck will be a decent Batman. I, I kind of like the sort of, it feels futuristic, kind of what they're doing with Batman. You know, like he's got like the glowing eyes and shit, and like mm-hmm. clearly he's got some some tricks up his sleeve. And that was a great line, the "Do you bleed?" line or whatever. That was good. So obviously mm-hmm. they've got at least one good line in the movie. So you know, I'm gonna see it because I'm me. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm not as as uh, Jones and as hard. As I am, even for I'd say Ant Man at this point. Yeah. Um. So, I I've always been Marvel over DC, and the, and unfortunately, it's not just based off of liking one company over the other, but it's the quality of the products they've been putting out. Marvel's been kicking ass on all fronts, and DC is not. Um, Which is sort of how they. I am been. excited to see what they do with Suicide Squad. 
I'm very excited about that. I, I think it'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting movie. There's one other trailer I want to talk about really quick. Actually, I'm going to have you talk about it because I have a hunch you've seen it because you seem to be up on all the trailers. I have yet to see it. Um, and then we and then and then if it's okay, I actually think we should talk about maybe a movie that's actually out. Oh, okay, <laughs> sure. Instead of all the spo- spoiler-free speculation. Got it. But, uh, oh, that could be a good title, too. Ooh. But um, Jurassic World. Yes. I've seen the trailer and the clip. There's a clip that's out. Um uh, with Chris Pratt and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard kind of having a tete-a-tete, a, uh, a talk together. And I really like the vibe of the characters. They've got this sort of Indiana Jones with dinosaurs vibe going <laughs> with uh, with Chris Pratt. Um, the tra- I, I think the important thing that I'm starting to take away from the Jurassic World trailers is if you go expecting a Jurassic Park movie, you're going to be let down. It is not that universe anymore. I mean, it is that universe, but it's a completely different story. Like you can't, like it. Like the more you approach a new movie and just kind of drop your expectations about what past Jurassic Park movies have been, and just try and embrace it as a wholly new thing, I think that'll really sell the movie a lot better. Is what I think they're trying to do. You know what I think people should do instead to make it even more enjoyable? What's that? I think people should watch Jurassic Park three, and then go see the movie. That'd make pretty I'm much anything sure awesome. You could enjoy anything. <laughs> I actually, I, I, I own three because I bought the three pack when it came out because um, it was like ten bucks, and I'm like, screw it, this is a great deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go back and watch three. I am. I'm gonna give three another shot. Somebody actually, I was reading on a message board. Somebody explained it to me as if you watch Jurassic Park three expecting a Jurassic Park movie you would be let down. Whereas if you just watched it as an action movie with dinosaurs, it actually enhances it. So I might give it a shot. I still think it'll be a turd movie because the characters were weak and it was kind of a crap movie. But I I think, honestly, this new one is going to be a lot more like 3 than it is going to be more like 1 and 2. Like, Jurassic Park had this really cool sense of discovery and, like, whoa, they cloned dinosaurs. Whoa, you know, like, spoiler-free here, but, you know. Like it, the like the first like thirty five minutes of that movie, you don't even see dinosaurs. Right. You know, like they take a long time to get you into it because it's more about the mystery of it. When you do, it's the if you remember at least when that movie was made, that's the first time we're seeing something like that as a film audience, and it's the first time the characters on screen are seeing it too. Yeah. So no, I mean, if you watch the movie from then on, it's just an action movie with dinosaurs. Even right. the first one, mm-hmm. it totally lands on it. So I think the the mistake would be to go to Jurassic World thinking that you're going to get that buzz, that ooh, discovery moment, because I don't think that's going to happen in this one. I think it's really going to be a lot more of Chris Pratt being his Chris Pratt, you know, goofy, charming self, Mm. and in an action movie with dinosaurs. And I think the romantic chemistry, by the way, just in the clip I saw with him and Bryce Dallas Howard looks hilarious and awesome. So I'm, I'm pumped for it. I'm excited about it. Very good, very good. You actually went and you went above and beyond though. Mm-hmm. Uh, since our last episode, you you saw uh, you actually saw a whole movie. I did. I've just been spending time watching these little like three minute sections of movies. You saw a whole one. I did, I did. I I had the privilege of seeing uh, it follows. Yes. Okay. And so do you? I mean, you do you know anything about it follows? 
other than the name it follows? Not a bit. Okay, so just nope. a quick. I know I know that it's a horror movie that you saw, right? Yes. So I'd I'd heard good thing. I'd read some reviews. I'm a big review hound, and I'd read some reviews of it follows, and people had said that the concept is really good and it's executed really well, like the tension. My biggest beef with modern horror movies is that they've gotten rid of tension. Like, if you look at, like, the classics like Exorcist or The Omen or even, like, you know, the down and dirty classics like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's all about ratcheting up the tension. It's not so much about, oh, man, something popped out and the music went, you know. I've, I've, I've expressed my hate <laughs> for horror movies like that on this podcast many times. So when I heard that this movie was not like that, I immediately wanted to go see it. And holy cow... I think I might have broken my wife's wrist just because I was holding her hand that tight. Like it's damn. It's so well set up because just just a little quick thing spoiler free here with the, with a with the premise. I'll just let the premise is that there's this girl um I think she's kind of just graduated high school. It's kind of her first summer after high school and uh she loses her virginity to this cute guy she's been seeing for a couple weeks and uh after they've done it she he uh 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 what's it chloroforms her and she wakes up in a chair and you're like oh lord where's this going and then he tells her i gave you it 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 other people can't see it it's just gonna follow you don't let it touch you or you'll die and then he runs away <laughs> it's i don't want to spoil anything past that so all she can do there's a there's something and this thing can take whatever form it wants it can be anything and no one else can see it except for her so it just starts walking towards her and it like literally that's all i'm going to say about it but on my way home from the theater i was literally like someone started walking behind me and i was damn near pissing myself terrified like i kept looking over my shoulder like constantly really just oh yeah it's it's terrifying i haven't like when i watched the exorcist i was terrified of demons for like months (laughs) after i did that I honestly like strange strangers in a crowd now kind of freak me out after watching it follows it. And it just does such a good job with that setup of like it could be anybody. She'll be sta- there'll be a scene happening and you're watching the background characters because you're like, OK, does everybody see that person or does she only see that person? And you can't tell until it gets closer. And they just brilliant job doing that. So the tension on the movie is absolutely amazing, like top notch. Now I'm going to tell you what sucks about it. Um, Every once in a while, as my brother and I decided, the movie stops to smell its own farts. Like, it tries to inject, like, a deeper meaning, I think. Like, there's moments where it'll just be, like, it'll be cruising along, and you're like, oh, my God, ah! And then the next scene, the characters stop to read a passage of Dostoevsky novels and kind of, well, some, some synth music plays in the background. You're like, what the is this about? What's going on? And I think... Like maybe with better actors, the meaning of it would have gotten clear because the actors aren't they're not they're they're clearly sort of first timers. It's a low budget film. There's no one famous in it. And so it'll it's this great horror movie. It's like an A plus horror movie that kind of gets lowered to a B plus just because there are some moments where you're like, what the hell are you doing? You know, like <laughs> it's just they kind of wander off. So if you see it, go see it. It'll terrify the hell out of you. Um, but realize that there will be moments and it's OK just roll with it, you know, because it's a great movie, but Jordy and I dubbed it hipster horror. Gotcha. Because it really feels like a hipster horror. Like like everything feels like it's the 80s and it's just like it's in love with the idea of its 80 of of hipsterness 
and with reading Dostoevsky and talking about deep things. Uh, and then it'll go back to being the most terrifying thing I've seen on a screen in a long time. So, good movie, but kind of hipstery. So, there's that. Cool. Now, we've spent a lot of time talking about movies. Sure. I kind of want to turn our attention to something that I think is pretty important, I'd say, for the majority of the world. Okay. And um, and it's been bugging me for about a week now. Okay. I think it's time we talk about boobs. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I have seen boobs. <laughs> I have, have seen, seen boobs? them. Okay. I, They're I quite nice. Some are quite nice, yes. Uh, I've seen the, the first episode of this new Marvel mm-hmm. show. It's a Netflix original, Daredevil. And I loved loved the first episode. I'm very excited to watch the rest of the show. I was excited at the prospects of it being TVMA because I thought, holy shit, we might get a pretty dark, gritty Marvel product here. I'm used to when I watch something that's TVMA. Mm. I've come to expect that if they're gonna go with uh, a situation that would involve nudity, they're gonna show nudity. Mm. I'm not saying they have to show nudity on TVMA, but I'm sure I'm saying that in a situation where you have a guy and a girl in a situ- in, you know in any sort of a context that it that nudity might play out in the real world, right? Or especially if nudity plays out in their world, it makes it in front of the camera. It was so lacking in the first episode of Daredevil in one particular scene that it took me out of the uh, the element of being lost in the in the world of the show. Because as a TV watcher at that point, I was very aware that they strategically and artistically uh, showed boobs without showing boobs, and I was like, "Wait a second, this is TVMA. Why are they taking?" Why are they taking the usual TV-14 approach to this? It wasn't even that I wanted to see boobs, because I've seen plenty of boobs in my day, Mm. but it was a matter of the fact that they went out of their way to specifically let the audience know, there's boobs here. We framed them out. It pulled me out going, wait, why why are we giving it the under-TVMA treatment if we made it TVMA? For the same reason. I'm just going to answer it for you before you keep going. Because yeah. you've been on this boobs rant for a full minute of your <laughs> sadness about the lack of boobs. And I just have to jump in here and tell you, for the same reason that in Game of Thrones, since season one, how many times have you seen Daenerys' Daenerys's oh, lady, lady trust bits? Me, I was going to get there, and I have I have my own separate uh, thing that I've figured out with that, too. But, um, but uh, go ahead, continue. The reason you don't see uh, la- lady breasts in Daredevil spoiler at all just to ruin it for you what no there are no boobs in any of the show nope no breasts oh man in daredevil none whole series i've watched the whole thing i don't know how you haven't you clearly hate comic books marvel and all things joy in the world <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with you yeah or or that thing uh, i said it's about the best being marvel busy. it's the best no there's no excuse uh there if if, if you would have called in sick or something if you'd really loved marvel uh <laughs> it is it is it is the best Marvel show. Heck, it's probably the best TV show I've watched this year. It, uh, and there are no boobs because I'll just we'll throw it out to finish that thought. Uh, the two main actresses have clauses that say no nudity, and so there is no nudity. Oh, because Rosario Dawson and Deborah Ann Wool were like, 
you know what? I've been naked a lot on screen, and I don't want to do it anymore. And just like the um, Amelia Clark that plays Daenerys Targaryen after the first season, she's like, all right, cool. Now I have uh, I have some power here. I'm not showing my boobs anymore. And uh, so they don't show Daenerys's boobs anymore. Which is, she actually has a butt double which now. Which is daring because she... Um, she <laughs> Being on Game of Thrones, nobody should feel that they have power because you can fucking go at any time. I think with Daenerys, they're kind of more like, she's like, look, I have dragons. There's no way you're killing <laughs> me. And so far, she's been pretty right about that. Though, I've noticed that Game of Thrones just substituted by putting random extra girls with boobs okay, out. Okay, okay. Like, so you, you, like, you brought just it like, up. Let's throw those in there for whatever. You brought it up. And that, so I'm going to go ahead. I got uh, this. This is, remember, I said I had, a, I had my own thoughts and theories on the game of thrones boobs and daenerys yes so i i was uh, game of thrones is uh is out apparently four episodes are out uh, leaked out somewhere i refuse to watch those i'm i'm watching them as they air purity uh, well done you know, as god intended and uh and so i'm two episodes in at this point but the first episode and i don't think it's 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 not a spoiler because i'm nothing not related to the story but there was a scene where uh a guy visits a brothel mm. and he is, he he's walking down the way, and he walks past the first whore, and she's standing there with her tits hanging right. out. And then he walks past the second whore, and she's standing there with her tits hanging out, and actually even does kind of a, a leaned back, ar- arms back. Check, like, check out, I'm displaying really my lady parts for you, yes. Exactly, yeah, you know, she's, she's, showing the, she's showing her wares. And he walks by, and neither of the two, two women speak. And, uh, and then he gets to the third woman, who he has, he actually has, uh, ends up, ha- the characters have dialogue together, and there's, you know, they actually have interaction, and a scene takes place. And now, she does also end up disrobing mm. in her scene, because she's also playing a whore, and he's in a brothel, so shit's going down. Right. But, the fact is, as soon, before she spoke, when she appeared on screen, the third one. She had a top on. Right. And I actually, again, it was one of those where it actually pulled me out. Man, last episode we figured out that I have this thing about hidden identities and, and, and whatnot. And this episode, it's just all about the boobs. But uh, <laughs> Hidden identities and hidden it, boobs. <laughs> right? Uh, um, but so as soon as I saw this third, well, first of all, it was the rule of three. But also, it, it, as soon as I saw this third woman... And she was she had a top on and mm. had her breast covered before before she spoke and before he spoke to her because I think she might speak first actually I'm not sure I don't remember her boobs were not I wasn't paying attention but um, in my head I literally went okay she's gonna talk and what I figured out is that the, the it must be in the contracts is the way Game of Thrones is running it is that it seems like all of their all of their women that are of age get naked at some point we've seen we've seen all of the main female characters i think with the with the um exception of uh mama stark but i don't think anybody wanted to see that i did i'm sure you did and so we've but we've seen all of them at least once sure but not much more than that and i realize that it's 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 like this element now of they it's it's almost as if it's like we need boobs. All right, get some extras. Well, why can't we have actresses do that? They're lawyers and agents like the involved, one, and they yeah. don't want to show them anymore. So it's this weird kind of situation where literally, the 
it, it's almost like a formula or, or, or can be made or a, or a chart can be drawn that actually connects the importance of your role drastically reduces the amount of your nudity. It's kind of interesting. I mean, it doesn't affect... I still love the show. It doesn't affect the show in any way. And it obviously uh, it doesn't right. add or detract at all from the characters because it's, it's just nudity or lack thereof. But it was just something I, I, I noticed that it's a matter of the more the character speaks, i.e. the bigger their paycheck and contract probably is, the less they end up showing on screen. I thought it was an interesting... Yeah, no, they do, they do tend to go for... Uh, I, I will grant you your point. It's basically what I will say there. Yes, it does seem that like when they first join the show, it's <laughs> like, all right, ladies, tops off. And then like the minute they're uh, they have any kind of recurring character role, they're like, all right, fine. You can leave your get some extras, litter the background with some boobs. Like I didn't really understand like the South Park episode where they made they were like, oh, there's so many wieners in this show. I was like, there's no dicks. Like occasionally there's a dick in the show, but dicks compared to boobs. The ratio is so the you know gone towards they just randomly throw boobs in the background of shots whereas every once in a while some dude will run around naked on the show and I'm just like uh, okay I mean I'm, I just I don't understand why they have to throw boobs in the background of shots I'm not against them they get some very nice boobs to put on there but I I, I, I at times for me it almost throws me out like mm-hmm. in the recent episodes in the season there was a character that was walking down a hallway and just randomly there was uh, some naked ladies with boobs out. And I was like, what? Why do they have their boobs out? This makes no sense. Like, they're just, I mean, it sort of made sense, I think, in the context of where they were at. But I was just like, what? What is going on here? Why is there just, like, you could have, this This could have been covered or not covered. Why uncovered? Because boobs. Because we recognize that we're trying to get as many 15-year-old kids to download, 15-year-old boys to download our show and watch the shit out of this. So there's, we have, we have an unspoken agreement with them <laughs> that we will get them some boobs. And I feel like that's just how the producers roll. And I'm like, yeah. whatever, I guess, as long as your story stays strong. But it is their their boob policy is obviously their the fact that they have one should is very telling. And they clearly have a boob policy. Now, uh, I th- and I think it goes without saying that Game of Thrones though is still kicking ass. It's still it's doing well. It's in its fifth season. It's still it's good. Really fun to watch. It's it, the first episode kind of hurt me, but the second episode like things happened, and I was like, oh, thank God. Right. So I think it's going to be one of those seasons where like every other episode shit actually happens mm-hmm. and then you're just kind of stuck with like, oh, OK, fine, I guess maybe a few things will happen. So, right. I, I wanted to touch on this. Uh, this is by no means at the level of Daredevil or Game of Thrones. But um, I, I thought as long as we're talking about TV, I wanted to bring up a new show that I stumbled upon. It's actually it's in its second season. And I don't think I talked about it on this show before, but if I did, I'm apologizing in a falsetto. But I, I, I stumbled upon this on on uh, Hulu, and I, I'm I'm officially hooked, and I'm scared because the ratings apparently have not been great for this particular night on NBC, um, which sucks because I also happen to like the other show on that night, which is uh, One Big Happy. It's got uh, Alicia Cuthbert, right? From Twenty Four and Girl yes. Next Door. She it's about. That one's about um, uh, she plays a lesbian who ends up doing uh, in vitro with her uh, best guy friend because they want to have a baby. And right as they like their roommates and right as they finally find out that they're that she is pregnant, that it actually did it did take because they were having some trouble. He who is a lifelong bachelor meets the love of his life and on a whim gets married because she's a 
going to be deported type thing. And so it's like, he goes, we got married. And she goes, I'm pregnant. And it's like, uh oh, one big happy family. All right. That show apparently is not doing as well, even though I actually, it's, it's corny, like kind of cheesy funny, but I, I dig it. It's actually got, it, it, it has the balls to make some jokes that you don't see a lot on TV. But, um, but no, the show, the show I wanted to bring up is undateable. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna say this guy's name wrong. I want to say Chris Delia. Oh he's yeah, he's a stand-up comic. Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen. Fucking hilarious. Is that the one with uh, Ron Funches in it? He's a uh, the Rob. black dude. He's kind of a bigger guy. Yeah, heavy set black guy. Yeah, I love him. I like a lot. The other guys on the show, I'm like, eh, okay. all right, you're okay. But him, I love. He's great. Okay. It's an it's a fantastic ensemble show. It's one that nails it with every every character or every actor or an actress playing their character type perfectly and it does kind of gel really well. Uh you said Ron is his name, Ron Bunches? Ron Funches, yeah, he's a Funches. Uh, Funches, uh, yeah. Uh he he I don't I haven't seen him outside of this show, so I don't know if this is if Google it, man. His stand his stand up is amazing. I don't know if the if his stand up is like the character on the show, but I will say it him is. on this show, and I and I wanted to tell you, it makes me think if if Alex Vignutolo was a black guy. Oh yeah, Alex, who we've had on the show in the past. Yes. If he, every time I see it, I'm like, that's Black Alex. It could it could <laughs> I'm be watching Black Alex. I love it. It could be. He's got that personality but, a little bit, yeah. But. And so, shout out to Alex. I know, I know you're listening. So he's got. It's a great uh, personality. So yeah, obviously, it's a, it's, a, it's a compliment. I feel. No, it's definitely. Oh, I mean that. I yes. mean that in in with all. I, all I love. I love Alex Vinatolo and I love Ron Funches. Yeah. For a reason, because they're both awesome. So yes. Yeah, but uh, but no, you should totally check out the show. Uh, I don't know how many episodes of season one are still available on Hulu or whatever, but uh, but it's it's been it's been pretty good, and it's it's had. I've laughed out loud at it more than I laugh out loud at most shows. So it's been pretty decent. I I've watched like spot episodes here and there mm-hmm. uh but I've enjoyed it. It's yeah. a good show. What about you? Any any new shows you discovered other than Daredevil? Uh just Daredevil, which is like the greatest TV show of all freaking time. You, seriously, I don't, can't even talk to you about. It. You finish the show and we'll talk about it on the next podcast all because right. I guarantee you when you finish this, you're going to want to talk about it because I want to talk about it forever, but I also don't want to spoil anything for you Let me because the you show question. is literally that good. Let me ask you a question. Okay. This says this is not at all for Well, you know what? Maybe our audience will benefit from it too, but I'm I'm curious personally. Sure. Do I need to reach the end of the season before I see Avengers 2? Did you see anything in there that feels like it'll tie in? No. Okay. Cool. Nope, not at all. Still going to try. They they make a couple references to the first Avengers movie, like about New York, because it takes right. place in New York. Right. And there's a couple moments where you'll be like, you'll see something in the background, you'll be like, ah! But just like, and and have patience with it, because it is... It is they recognize that the best part of any superhero is the origins and they take their sweet time mm-hmm. and they develop everybody in that show so well. well like good. and the, you you are genuinely worried every fight the reason it's TVMA is because Daredevil gets the shit kicked out of him constantly. Mm-hmm. You are constantly terrified that they're going to kill the main character of the show. <laughs> it's that good of a show. You're constantly like I think he's screwed. Like there's no way he's getting out of this. Like you know, it's it's that good. Yeah. So you you should finish it. We should talk about it. And it, it, you, our listeners, go watch it and then then write us about it and be like, you guys, how dare you not talk about it immediately right now? Okay. So yeah. So okay. So 
We will. That that's the homework for next episode. We'll we'll have an in depth conversation about Daredevil. I'm sure. Oh yeah. I wanted to get to some 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 sports talk. Sports uh, on this episode, but I can actually tell you right now we're actually running out of time. So instead, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lock this down to one sports topic that we talked about last time. We would talk about this time. That okay. Was a lot of talking. So let's get to it. I watched the John Oliver episode to make sure that I did my part. Yes. The NCAA March Madness. Uh, uh, you take it because this was your baby. You, you mean modern day slavery? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, let's see. Let's get a bunch of African American men to work for free and make a lot of money for white people. I wonder what that would be called. If, if we could put a name on that, what would we name that? Oh, it's slavery. Yeah, we'd name that that. Because that's, ba- I mean, I, John Oliver's r- report was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Park did an episode on it a while back that was hilarious and on point. Mm-hmm. And it just comes down to it, like, at what point are you going to – you don't need to pay the student athletes millions and millions of dollars, but the fact that they are in, like, poverty conditions sometimes – like, maybe not even poverty, but, like, you know, you're talking about people – like, the point John Oliver made that I loved was, like, you say you're going to give them a four-year education, but most of the time they're too busy, you know, trying to train – because they're, they're performing at an elite level. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're to play on a national stage – like they are at then they have to you know practice and practice all the time and i remember when i went to school uh even at the tiny dinky you know eastern oregon college i went to which was not you know division 1a or whatever you know it was it was a small school right. all of the athletes there were constantly like juggling class and and uh and sports mm-hmm. uh and i mean they they some of them it depended on the the level of of work they had to do but i can only imagine that the higher up the ladder you go in the NCAA the more difficult it gets. So, yeah, I, I it's it's got to change. They've got to do something because it's just at a point where it's like, okay, you're making millions and billions. Billions, I think? Did he say billions? I, I think, think the report said billions. billions. Yeah, yeah, off well, of these guys. He, the, po- the point that he made was that uh, advertising alone, they draw more advertising revenue than the Super Bowl did. Yeah, which, as we all know, is a lot oh, of money. Fuck yeah. What, 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 what was, was the number? Was it was it, was it f- Seven million for a thirty-second spot, or was it four million? I think it was higher. Was it higher than that? I heard it was higher. So millions of dollars I, I for a thirty-second yeah. spot in the Super Bowl, and yeah. we know how many fucking commercials were in that four and a half hour game. So <laughs> yes, if if that's math, I don't even want to pretend to be able to do. So right. if the, if the if March Madness is making more than that, yeah. And they're not yeah, seeing any uptick or any incentive. I mean, the they I suppose if any incentive you could argue, hey, they get state of the art facilities. That's great. That's wonderful for them. But it doesn't benefit the student. And then particularly when like the the one guy that was like you license them to video games oh, and yeah. they see no money. It's like their likeness is on there, whether you say it is or not. Um Yeah. And and the thing that just breaks my heart about it is when you see an athlete get hurt. When it's one of the elite guys, like let's say Jaleel Okafor, who's he was the star for the team for the Duke, who won the eventual whole championship. If at any point during the season he'd rolled an ankle or snapped an ACL, he would be losing millions and millions of dollars to play in the NBA because he'd drop yep. in the draft. Or he might, you know, there's guys that have there's guys that have debilitated themselves beyond they can't play anymore. They've lost out on their entire NBA career because of that stupid one and done rule where they had to go play college basketball. And and depending on the uh, how far into their college years they are, if they're a freshman or mm. sophomore, 
and 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 God forbid they get hurt, they're going to lose their scholarship too, and then they don't even have the education to fall back on. <laughs> yeah, fall. I didn't. I I honestly didn't know that they did that. I had no idea that they took the scholarship. Yeah. I thought that even though they got hurt, they still kept the scholarship. That was news to me. Yep. I was like, that is the most heinous damn thing I've ever heard of. Hey, thanks for playing, you know, giving your body and soul for us. Uh, we're not even going to let you finish your education. Get the hell out. Right. I was like, that's disgusting. Yeah, that was news to me, too. I was like, oh, th-. actually, when I saw that, I was like, this must be why Brian wants to talk about it. Because, you know, the, the, the debate of should they pay student-athletes or not has been raging for years. So I wasn't quite sure where you were going with it. And that was the part of the, st- of the story that I saw. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. They are, they are, they are bending these kids over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like if you promise a kid a scholarship, that's it. You don't get to take that back if later he gets hurt or, or later something happens or maybe he drops out or whatever. He should just get that money. That's his from now on. So, yeah, right, it was just like, like barring, crazy. Barring, barring like uh, behavioral issues or criminal issues or something like that. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, if th- that that stuff's obvious. But yeah, no. If if something happens, if there's some sort of traumatic event, be it physical, mental, or otherwise, uh, yeah, I think that you you kind of got a workman's comp that thing out, which was another point that they made. Yeah. The the whole the whole term of student athlete was originally come up with years and years and years ago strictly as a way to avoid it possibly being listed as an employee so that when they do inevitably get injured they can't do a workman's comp claim yeah which in any other job that's what would happen yeah no it's, it was absolutely bizarre so we are out of time before we go uh just a little fun nugget i wanted to put out here and i i, I haven't actually told you this yet brian but i i wanted to save this for when i had you on the air okay I was talking to my mom the other day, mm. and I I I always find out when she's when she's heard our most recent episodes because she does listen to the show, and uh, hey, Seth, our mom. listeners may be surprised. You may be surprised to hear that, considering how we talk and the things that I say on the show. But my mother still actually enjoys listening to it. That's good, <laughs> right? So, and we've said some things. And here's the thing: if you recall. Last episode was the episode in which I made the I drew the uh, the comparison between ISIS mm. and uh, Christians that don't like gay people. Right. And so I thought for sure if there was anything that I was going to hear about from Mom, it was going to be that that one. Yeah. So I'm on the phone and I hear so. I listen to the newest podcast. By the way, my, absolutely no Jewish mother whatsoever in my in my life. I don't know why I go to that. That's just my default for mothers now, thanks to you, I think. But um, so anyway, my my non Jewish Jewish mother says to me. So I listen to the podcast. And I said, okay, <laughs> Yentl, <laughs> and uh, I said, I said, I said. So what'd you think? She goes, Well, I know he was kidding. I know he was just trying to be funny. So by the way. We're now talking about you, Brian, because I'm I'm never he in these conversations. Ah, I see. I said okay, and she sa- she says I didn't appreciate that he said that he really wished he was in hell, <laughs> and I had to think for a second because I wasn't sure what she's talking. Right? Exactly. I'm like, wait a minute. Did and I then say I that? remembered exactly, and I remembered from the same conversation that we had, uh, in which I drew the ISIS comparison. Mm-hmm. Uh, y- you talked about the fact that the idea that gays aren't allowed into heaven, it was ludicrous, and that if all the gays ended up in hell, uh, hell would have all these fabulous you know, clothes and everything. Gay hell. Gay hell. And I remembered, 
I remembered that that's that 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 was the distinction. I said, "Oh no 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 no, mom," he said. I really wish I was in gay hell right now. And, and you wouldn't think that that would be enough to seal it. But she goes, oh, <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I, yes, I, I, I will say yes. No, for clarification, I would go to gay hell. Regular hell, no, I don't want to go there. But gay hell is probably fabulous and awesome. <laughs> and if it's anything like West Hollywood, the restaurants are to die for. And I would go there. But yes, that is. I imagine gay hell is actually probably probably like West Hollywood on Halloween night, though. Oh, that might be bad though, because that's that's <laughs> way too many people, and I twisted my ankle, and that was bad. So I would. That was a that was a rough that. night. Well, I'm glad your mom listens to our show, and uh, uh, I'm sorry we say the f word so much. <laughs> we should have like a counter. No, like how many times we say inappropriate neither, things. Neither no, neither of us can Tick. count that high. That's probably true. Cause, cause spoiler alert, <laughs> we say fuck a lot. We do. We actually don't we swear do. as bad as uh, on this show as I feel like we do in real life. Like we're really uh, we're hard to be around. I don't know how we tolerate ourselves and each other, but no, it's truly it's truly awful. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea, no idea. But anyway, we are out of time, folks. Uh, just want to make sure you are more than welcome and encouraged to join in the conversation on social media using the hashtag Final Hour. And also, if you want to contact us directly, uh, we're on Twitter at DNeighborsBand. We're on Instagram at DownstairsNeighbors. You can email us at DownstairsNeighborsBand at gmail.com. And, of course, our website is dryrunproductions.net slash final hour. And, of course, the, 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 the main hub that everybody seems to be able to, to thro- you know, throw poop at each other on is Facebook, which is, you know, just search Downstairs Neighbors on Facebook. You'll... You'll find Emma Watson and uh, and and our mascot Frankie. Yay, Frankie! There. Yay, Frankie! But uh, I need to bring him back into the studio. He had fun that one time. He did have a ball. But he also almost pulled the. He almost pulled the uh, that, some of the equipment. That down that was also possibly bad. Yes. So, yeah. Totally. But uh, but no, we do want to thank you guys for listening. And and honestly, if there if there's if there's anything we're talking about too much. Eh, we ramble. We're probably going to keep talking about it too much. But if there's something we haven't brought up that you want us to talk about, make sure to hit us up. Let us know. We'd uh, we uh, we have we've gotten several of our tangents going actually based off your emails and and tweets, and we appreciate that. So thank totally you. Totally true. Anyway, thanks again for listening. This has been Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. I'm Brian. And we will catch you next time. And spoiler alert: I'm Darth Vader's father. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. This has been a Dry Run production.